Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Man, you don't talk, they don't call her three-take mullet for nothing. Who, call, who calls me that? Me now, three-take mullet. Okay. Well, uh, I'm one of your hosts, three-take mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, million-take mullet. Hey. Hey. I don't do commercials anymore on purpose because it took me so long to do them. Even by myself, okay. with people, it doesn't matter. I remember when you would try to do them, and you'd have to like go upstairs like in the room by yourself, and I would still hear you fuck up over and over, and you would do, you would do the beep beep on yourself. This week's episode of Podswoggle is brought to you in part by Ladders Are We. Fuck, it's Ladders Are Us. I don't know. Yeah, like I would just sit here. I remember hearing you do that. Yeah, I'm pretty bad. It Why is... don't you just write a script? I'm an improviser, man. Not a very good one, man. It is November 28th? 28th, yes, it's the 28th. 2017. Uh, back from a week hiatus. Uh, thank you. If you yeah. listened to our th- happy thanks Jilly message last week. Um, Look, man, things are hard with her. Look, things are hard. The holidays and family and everything. We have the best intentions. As we I really said on last week's message, you know, as always. Bear with us. Yeah. Things, times are hard, as uh, Mrs. Lovett says in, uh, in Sweeney Todd. You only reference that because we listened to it in the car today. It came up, so it was on my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on holiday weeks, you know, we want to do special episodes, but odds are we probably won't have any holiday episodes anymore just because uh, if we watch a movie, then we pretty much can't record afterwards because the baby is the baby. Or we're just tired. I'm fighting a yawn as I'm saying this at 9.22. I didn't go to work today because all of us in the house had a cold the past, like, week. It's been terrible. Uh, it, a lot's going on. A lot's going on. So we're going to catch you up here on our lives. We're going to catch you up. Um, we're still going to uh, follow the, the course we were going to take. So this week is the thanks portion of Thanks Jilly. Next week we'll have our Jilly episode, which I think I mentioned on the special message will be Parenthood. Um... After us being parents for a year, I thought we was, it was appropriate if we watched Parenthood, keeping the Steve Martin theme uh, rocking and rolling. And then we'll get back to your regularly scheduled uh, programming yeah. of random movies, which come out of our massive movie collection, out of our, our big box. That's grown or, significantly over the weekend. I'm, I'm going to get there, or um, nominated back and forth. Uh, so East of Eden and Who's Your Caddy are both coming up. Plus we have Christmas. want to make sure we get a Christmas uh, podcast in. I'd say a Hanukkah podcast. But we already watched Eight Crazy Nights, so... I'm uh, sure that there are other Hanukkah movies. Pretty sure there's not. Um, but yeah, but uh, we talk about the movies, we talk about our lives, if you're new to the podcast. So let's talk about our lives. A lot's happened since last time we recorded. A lot has happened. 
um, Jillian's first birthday. Mm-hmm. It was a rousing success. It was. Shout out to the Celebration Buca de Beppo. There's some good food and some good times there. Uh, Jillian hates hats. Jillian hates hats. So we it was fun because I bought everyone a party hat to wear. She didn't hate all the parties. Party hats were okay because you can still see the face. Um, we also had a successful Thanksgiving the next day. Um, man, if you, if you're married and you got two families, like, just don't, <laughs> just don't, don't have those things because it makes holidays so difficult. We got through it. Um, it was been a stressful time. My mother left today. Um, so she is, she, she has left the building. <laughs> She's gone. Um. Uh, but yeah, I had a weird work schedule. You have a weird work schedule. Times in the mullet household are eccentric at the moment. They are. Um, but we're here. We're still watching movies. We're doing the damn thing. Uh, as Smith had referenced, we definitely have more movies to watch because, uh, Black Friday for Thanksgiving shopping, excuse me, I should say, has passed. Um, I, as always, uh, brave the, the crowds to get as many movies for cheap. So we have a lot of stuff from the past year, year and a half that we didn't get a chance to see because we do have a baby, um, that has been added to the collection. Some very, very good. Some I was morbidly curious about. Some utter crap that I just think it's hilarious that we're going to have to watch one day. Great. Yeah. Thanks. So you never know what's going to come out of the box now. Um, I, I love doing it. It's, I'm going to do it every single year until I can't anymore. And, yeah. Um, you, you did a little shopping on Friday, too. Correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, not. I didn't add to any collections we have. No. And I, I went out with the baby, and I got really overwhelmed my first, the first place I went, so I had to leave. It was... It was... Uh, scary. You know, normally when I... I like to take Jillian with me when I go out. These people are super nice, you know... They they hold the doors for me. They let me go in front of them. They they're super, you know, like they're really nice. They mm-hmm. usually um, you know, go out of their way to make sure I'm accommodated because I'm like this little girl with a stroller. <laughs> little girl, <laughs> this young woman who looks like a little girl mm-hmm. with a stroller with a baby and 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 stuff. Um, they don't do that on Black Friday. They don't let you cut in front of them, and they don't let you you know take the last thing that's on the shelf. And that sucks. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're getting there. We also watched. Um, I think we mentioned it on the last podcast that we were gonna have a report, but um, we had a communal day off, which we're gonna have another one coming up next week. Um, we were able to go and watch two movies out in the theaters. Uh-oh. I think we both enjoyed. The first one was Thor Ragnarok. Um, Why right? did you have to like, like watch yourself when you say it? Because how many times have you heard it? It's Ragnarok. Yeah, but I still thought I was gonna fuck it up. What were you gonna say? Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Um, That's still technically right. Yeah, we went uh, early bird. Shades of us being older or just being our future parents. Oh man. We saw um, the first movie. We saw like a ten a.m. movie. After we filled our stomachs with Hash House of Go-Go. Um, it was dope, funny, it was typical really Marvel Cinematic Universe fun experience. Probably my fav- favorite of the three Thors. Yes. 
Um, can't recommend that enough. And then we uh, journeyed over to Disney Springs, did some dine-in action, and saw Murder on the Orient Express, which, again, I also liked. Not I liked as, it. Not as much. No. Was, was totally harmless. My mother hated it. Really? My mother absolutely hated it. Why My mom that? is a huge Agatha Christie fan. Mm-hmm. Huge Agatha Christie fan. My mom thought that Kenneth Brownell was not a good Hercule. Hercule Poirot. She she did not think he did he did the character justice. He's getting pretty I mixed, disagree. He's getting pretty mixed reviews from all the reviews that I've seen. I mean, it was one of those like 49, 50% Rotten Tomato right. movies. Either you like it or you don't. Yeah. I liked it. I think I fell asleep for about 10, 15 minutes. Had nothing to do with the movie, just the fact that it was 2 o'clock and I'd been up <laughs> since 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's, also, that's also an impact on it. But no, my mom hated it and... And I'm sure that we'll get to this in, in some of the movies that we're going to watch, but my mom had a really big problem with um, Leslie Odom being in it because this the book mm-hmm. takes place in the 1930s and 40s. Mm-hmm. There would not have been a black doctor, and he would not have been on that train. Get the fuck over it. Uh, huh? <laughs> get the fuck over it. <laughs> no, I know, but, y- you know, uh, so my mom was like, she guesses that the story was plausible enough, but yeah, it's gonna happen. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fine. It was, it was like a very inconsequential time at the movies. It was just you watched it. It was well acted. It had its flaws, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, simple as that. Basically, uh, we have the original upstairs, which maybe we'll get to soon. Who knows? Depends. Um, but. I think that's everything about our lives. We covered the holidays, we covered Black Friday, we covered the movies we watched. We'll have more reports on that soon. Baby's fine. She's asleep upstairs. Uh, we watched uh, over the course of, I can't even tell you how many days. I think it was like six and a half We days. watched this movie basically two and a half times and ended up being. Yeah, we watched the first 30 minutes like three times. And then the time we watched it with my mom, which we finally watched it from beginning to the end, we had to pause it for like 20 minutes. What? I don't even remember. I don't know. I think, uh, oh, I, my dad called, I don't remember, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. This is the result. If you looked up best movies about Thanksgiving, this is the first result, so this is the one we were doing. Uh, pack in the Laughter. Steve pack Martin. Steve Martin and John Candy star in John Hughes' classic tale of holiday travel gone awry. Neil Page, played by Steve Martin, is an uptight advertising executive trying to get home to Chicago for Thanksgiving. When his flight is rerouted to Wichita, he reluctantly partners with Del Griffith, played by John Candy, an obnoxious yet lovable salesman. Together they embark on a cross-country adventure that includes various modes of transportation, hilarious mishaps, and unforgettable rental car shenanigans. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is, quote, a screwball comedy with a heart, says Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. Loaded with special features, the, the, the Those Aren't Pillows edition is a perfect holiday treat that lasts all year. Um, so it's been a very long time since I'd seen this movie. Have you ever seen this movie before? No. Never seen Planes Trains before. Um, you were surprised it was a John Hughes movie. Yeah, I did not know it was a John Hughes movie. Uh, yeah. When very... I think of John Hughes movies, this is not what I think of. Well, you think of fucking, um, teen comedies and stuff. Yeah. But you forget that he also, John Hughes also wrote National Lampoon's Vacation. John Get Hughes. Get the fuck out. John Hughes. <laughs> No, he didn't. Yeah, John Hughes wrote Home Alone. John John uh, Hughes um, wrote a lot of other seminal things that aren't 
Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles. And Ferris Bueller and all like the teen comedies, Breakfast Club of the Day. Um, So this is definitely one in which um, I think you see his... Uh, his fingerprints on um, in some of like the attitude and, and style, mm-hmm. but um, definitely more. I think it's maybe one of his only R-rated films. Um, really, the only reason it's R is because of Steve Martin's very famous rental car freakout, where he says "fuck" like seventeen times in a minute and a half. Yeah, um, which is very relatable. <laughs> this whole movie is incredibly relatable. If you ever had a bad travel experience, yeah. which I think everybody has had. Mm-hmm. I don't think of anything, I've never had anything that severe. What is your worst travel experience? My worst travel experience. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Lemon squeezy. Um, I went to study in Spain the summer after we got together. <laughs> and... Um, I was in Spain for six weeks, and then my mom went to France and then to England, and I met my mom in France, and we went to England together on the train, but for me to get from Spain to France, I flew mm-hmm. on this little this little Spanish airline I'd never heard of, but it was like a cheap flight and everything. Um, and I had my bags and I'd been there for six weeks. I had these two big suitcases and I'm a backpack and everything. Mm-hmm. Get to the airport and stuff and they charge me an arm and a leg. Like my ticket was already bought. My mom had bought my ticket, but they charged me an arm and a leg. Like they said that, oh, in the fine print, it's over the pounds and I couldn't bring this and they charged for this and that. They took all my euros. They took all my money. And I didn't have any of my cards with me or anything because I was only using cash because I, I don't want to pay any international transaction fees. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like really, uh, I was hysterical at the airport because I was, and I was starving. I had no money to buy food and it was so sad. So I was there, like they checked my bags and I was waiting to get on the flight. I was there and I was so upset crying that some lady came up and saw me and said, okay, here. Then she, like, bought food for me, like a sandwich and a, and a milk, I think, for me. And I was like, oh, thank you. I didn't really, I couldn't speak Spanish. I mean, I took Spanish class there. I could speak a lot of Spanish, but not really. Um, but I was hysterical. And I was calling my mom and telling her, they took my money. They took, it, was, it was traumatic. <laughs> it was so traumatic. And the guy was really mean. The security agent was really mean about it. I said, but I didn't know that. Like, my mom bought the ticket. Like, I didn't know any of this. Like, isn't there anything we can do? Can I, you know? No. And it was bad. And I and my then my flight was delayed. And so I had to uh, go. I went in to the, the airport in France. I had to find a cab to take me to where my mom was staying. Um... And I had no money. So I had to tell them, you know, oh, like, you know, I'll pay you when I get there. So I had to call my mom. The cab had to wait for mom to come down to the cab to pay them. It it was traumatic. It was so, so traumatic. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the worst. Because I was, sh- like, with no money. Like, if God forbid something else had happened, I would have been stranded with nothing. So I related to a lot of things in this movie. Right. They had no money. Well, because they had to get robbed and everything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. got robbed by whatever your f- fucking Spanish airline was. I don't even remember the name. Because it was 11 years ago. 
Jesus. Almost 11 years 10 ago. 10 years ago. Almost 11 years ago, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got nothing. I just wanted to... <laughs> I knew you had that story. Really? Right, I've had a couple hours... Out of all of the delays and things you've I've had? had a couple hour delays. Like, I've never had a flight canceled. I've never had a flight, like, rerouted. Um, like, the only thing I can think of is when I was a child, we took a lot of, like, car road trips. And, like, I remember one specific instance. It was me, my mom, my grandma. I don't even remember where we were going. One of our usual, like, we would go to a fucking outlet mall that was, like, four hours away, and we would just, like, stay in a hotel, you know. So we just did. That's all we did was, you know, as a family, we would go to outlet malls, and we would go to, like, other weird towns. We went to Ogilby a lot, which was in Pennsylvania. Ogilby was... I don't know what that is. It had a lot of shopping, but also every single year for Christmas, they had had a giant outdoor, like, Christmas light display. That you, it was, like, a, a road you could drive up and down. It was, like, miles and miles of, like, really cool uh, designs. We'd go, and they had all kinds of like, Christmas shopping, all kinds of other stores. We'd go there for, like, a day or two. That's why car trips, to me, are very important and special, because we did a lot of it. It's not, like, hundreds of miles. You know, a few hundred miles to go see new things for a couple days. Um, I don't remember where we were going, but there's one time, like, we had to change hotels, like, three times. Like, we went to one. Oh. We got in. Like, the toilet didn't work. Uh, there were bed bugs. And it's like, okay, fuck you. No. So we had to go to another hotel, like... Five minutes down the road, and like that when we and got you didn't in, own the hotel? and like the door didn't lock. No, because it's in Ohio. We would have actually lost money on the deal. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I can really like recall or remember. Nothing else like terrible major. We had we had an incident once where you and I stayed at a hotel for my birthday, and the door wouldn't lock. Yeah, that we had to was wait great. in line for like an hour. Yeah, that was great. On my birthday, so I went to Red Lobster like at ten thirty at night because. Like, we didn't want to leave our belongings in this, like, fucking hood rat hotel room we were staying in. Yeah, this is when we were poor college kids and we couldn't afford yeah. to stay in a nice place. Yeah. Well, and then, like, also, like, what is family vacations and stuff. I don't think I've ever stayed somewhere with my grandmother where something hadn't gone wrong. No, she's um, never had a perfect experience anywhere. Well, I mean, some places have come close. She doesn't like to complain, but she does. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what that's her favorite thing. She's like, look, I don't like to complain, but that's I'm like coming, her, Elizabeth. It's the big one. That's her. That's her line. It's her go-to. I don't like to complain. But. Your grandmother doesn't like to complain. Like water is fucking wet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, let's get back to the movie. If we haven't talked none about, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. It's, it's good. It's one of those movies you can't not enjoy. Yeah, it's good. It's heartwarming. Uh, it's it's ninety minutes. It's it's quick. Um, it's it's some movies that are like tacking. I think we talked about when we watched like Meet the Parents almost. Like just the tacking on. Like how much more can you yeah. get? Yeah. It like can get tedious at a certain point, but for this one, it never does because of the spirit of it. Um, it's. It's two comedy legends, you know, just riffing with one another. Um, it has a definitive heart to it, which a John Hughes movie always does. Yeah. It always kind of has a, a happy ending or a soft spot. And with this being, you know, John Candy's character and his his wife, it turns out he's she's actually dead the whole time. Um, so he's just kind of traveling around because he doesn't have a home to go to, mm-hmm. you know, just to keep his mind off of things. Um, I wish there was more levity with the two of them like so once he so once the car it's hard to like okay we saw this like two and a half times so it's hard to remember like certain beats but when the car blows up and they drive it to the hotel and they can he can only pawn 
Um, he pawns the watch and his cash to get the room, and John Candy doesn't have anything. So he's out getting, like, frostbite in the car, and Steve Martin feels bad and finally lets him in, and then they just, like, get boozed up together and, like, are laughing. From, yeah. like, that point on, you know, everything's fine. You know, when they get, uh, when the Michael McKeon randomly pulls him over, um, I wish we had, like, another moment or two of that earlier in the film. Like, Steve Martin's character is, like, almost too uptight throughout most of it. You know, it's it's good that we get those bits, but I wanted to see more of that, you know? Yeah. More ups and downs, because there's so many downs. It's just, right, right. Like, it's like these guys can't win. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's the point of the movie. Like, well, yeah. Duh, you know? But um, it's... Uh, it certainly is relatable as we as we yeah. talked about. Um, also, it's just relatable from a person standpoint. Like we all know each one of these people. Right, right. We all know, and they they play each of their parts. They play. They play really well. Perfectly, they, do they a really play well job. off of each other. Um, is there anything you didn't like? Having to watch this movie uh, two and a half times. I'll tell you one thing I didn't like. The fucking score and the soundtrack to this movie was really weird and offbeat. I don't even, like, I can't even pinpoint. It's very 80s. Wow. Which, of course, it is. But it's, like, 80s and, like, the wrong, like, there's a couple moments where, like, like it's 80s synth, but it's, like, romantic soft synth, and it's, like, this doesn't fit at all. Like, right. It's truly bad it's not a good it's distra- it distracted me in a couple scenes to be wow. honest like when he's uh when steve martin and kevin bacon yeah it's kevin bacon yeah for no I reason know. or like chasing down a cab so weird. kevin bacon was like a star at this point right like footloose this came out in 1987 like footloose was a thing right but just in case it wasn't like was he just available just to fuck up just to increase his seven six degrees with people yeah yeah he wanted to make sure you know he gave people an out yeah um like like that scene, like I remember the score being particularly bad when like they check into the the first hotel and they have the one bed. I just remember it being distracting. I remember yeah. like not liking it. So that'd be one, and then the other one just being just some just some of the some of the comedy I don't think is aged particularly well. Just you know, like when they're cuddling up next to one another, you oh, know, yeah. and they wake up and it's like, oh, the Bears game, like. I get that's like that macho overcompensation, but it's like thirty years old. It just doesn't. Yeah, but it's thirty years old. Like this, that's how old this I movie is. Yeah, like... I'm just saying it just doesn't. It just doesn't hit as hard as it as it once did. That's all. Um, the stuff I liked was a little bit more, you know, nuanced. Also, it's John Candy does an amazing job. I mean, I'll go ahead and say I think he's my MVP over Steve Martin. Yeah. 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 So what, I mean, because he had a lot of like. Like when he when Steve Martin was like berating him, he was very emotional. Oh, that scene was so sad. It was so sad. Like, we watched that scene three times, and every time I was like, "He's so mean," and like, John Candy's reaction is just so. Just, I like me. Genuine. And, and it is. It's it's very genuine. And you feel for him, and in the yeah. very next scene, you're washing your fucking socks in the sink, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, stop it. Exactly. You like you know what you're doing. Stop being. Stop being the worst. Uh, well, congratulations to John Candy. He is now a two-time MVP. Two-time. Two-timer. Uh, what was he MVP for? Two-time. It's been a very, very long time. 
Uh, it's, oh, man, this is very early on. He was MVP for something. Um, oh, he's MVP for The Rescuers 2. He was uh, the bird in <laughs> The Rescuers oh. 2. So John Candy joined the Two Timers Club. I think Steve Martin's been MVP before. Uh, where are you at, Steve? Yeah, Steve Martin has, so he wouldn't join the, join the Two Timers Club yet. But, yeah, like, he, he, he does a perfect job of being sympathetic, but then... Like, fucking taking your shoes off on an airplane? Come on. And reading, like, Canadian smut <laughs> and how loud and obnoxious he is. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. But then he's so goddamn, like, affable and nice. Um, but at, at times, I feel like it could be pulled back a little bit just so, you know. I don't know. Just pull, pull back a little bit. Same thing with Steve Martin. Like, I wish you got to see... Um, like, I like when they're on the bus and they're all singing the, uh, like the, the songs everyone knows. The they're singing the Flintstones and Steve Martin tries to say something. I, I like to see more attempts at that. Yeah. And you see it, like, I like it later on when, like, he leaves and he's on the, uh, on the train to finally get to his family's house and he's trying to talk to the, the, the girl. Yeah. Um, oh no, was it on the, it was on the train. It's, it's hard to remember where they, like, calamities There was happen. a lot of trains. Well, there's a train, uh, the first train they get on that, like, derails or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, like, talking to girls, like, I'm going to see my family. Like, you see, like, right. it coming out of him, almost. Um, I-, I wanted to double check and make sure you remember. Uh, did you know that uh, at some point their credit cards got switched? Did you notice that? I- I'm pretty sure that that the credit card was in his wallet. <sighs> In the car. It was in the car? I forgot. So my mother, (laughs) when watching films, has to remind you of the intricacies of things that everybody's aware of. Because filmmakers filmmakers do it on purpose, so you know when things happen. But just in case you forgot, you're going to verbally get reminded every single time a transaction or a purchase happens that, oh my God, that's not his credit card. Or, anytime they parted ways, well, he's got his credit card. He's got his credit card. And then when, when the car's having trouble and it's on flames, oh, his credit card's in the car. We're going to find out in a couple minutes, but you don't have to wait. <laughs> You're going to find out now. <laughs> Best color commentator in the business. My my one year old daughter. You're right. Every month, <laughs> Potswoggle title live on Twitch. It's coming up in just two short weeks. Don't promote another podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck. It's just hard to hard to sit here and it, like have it happen. Really, is it? Just the uh, the added commentary. Let's see if we can actually try. We watch the movie. Can we like track everything that happens? So. Oh man, I don't think so. So they get on the. They're on the plane. Well, no. First off, so they're getting into a taxi. Yeah. So he leaves the advertising thing. It's like a like a memory test. He's getting the taxi. He raises Kevin Bacon. He trips over, the the. He trips over the case. Misses the taxi. Has to pay too much money to get another one. John Candy steals that taxi, chases the taxi down, sees who it is, gets stuck. 
and makes it to the airport. Flight is delayed. Yeah. Talks to John Candy. Realizes it's him. Get on the plane. Doesn't have first class. Gets seated next to John Candy and the old guy who also was in Home Alone. I'm also trying to remember how many people were like also in John Hughes movies. So you have the dad from Ferris Bueller is yeah. the other advertising uh-huh. guy. The old guy uh, from Home Alone is in it. Um, there's also one other person later on. I forget who it is. Uh, there's another like John Hughes standout later on in the movie. It's going to drive me crazy. Are you okay? What the yeah, fuck's the matter with you? Having a spasm in my back. <laughs> okay, well, Samantha spasms out. Um, so the flight gets lands in Wichita. They're stuck in Wichita. They take the world's pervious taxi to the hotel that John Candy has booked. Only have one bed. Share the bed. They get robbed. They go to breakfast. They have to take a truck from that weird guy who had like a clicking jaw <laughs> and his wife. Wait, but that's <laughs> that the guy's was, son. That was very funny. Oh, that's his brother? <laughs> that was very funny. That whole scene's like, well, there was a very funny line where it's like, oh, the baby got born sideways. Didn't <laughs> flinch once. Uh, they take a truck to, uh, was it a, it was the train. The train derails, because he helps him with the, the, the trunk. The suitcase. The suitcase, and they go to, this is where I get, this is where I get, like, a little muddled. They go. Get another train. Go get another train, and then they say they're going to split ways. So that's when Steve Martin <coughs> gets uh, a rental car at another airport. They drop him off. The rental car is not there. He has to go back to the airport. He has the fuck thing. Oh, that's who it was. The, the, the secretary from Ferris oh, yeah, Bueller. Yeah. He's the other lady. Well, sir. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? Well, sir. That's bad. Um, I wish I knew like everything she says in Ferris Bueller. I'd try one of those lines. And it'd be just as bad. So where does he go from there? He goes from there to... How does he get back with John Candy? Uh, he's getting a taxi, and the guy punches, oh, right. the guy him, punches him in the face. They punches him in the face. So he says, if he wanted uh, laugh, he'd take a look at it. He'd stay next to him with a John in the men's room. Um, John Candy saves him, takes him. They're back together. They go to they go and rent a car together. No, no, he has the car that he rents. He, he rents a car. They're driving together. Um, they end up in another up on the wrong side. Well, they end up on the wrong side of the road. Uh huh. And that's how the thing gets clipped. And then, and then something else he, happens he to the car. Smoking. Oh, smoking cars in flames uh-huh. on the side of their car. Flames. Uh, flames on the side of my car. Flames. Angry hotel, and then that's it. Right? I think that's everything. I think so. Fuck, that's a lot. <laughs> Planes, trains. Planes. And automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Like gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Planes, trains, automobiles. My back just spasming. Are you... What the fuck is the matter with you? My back is spasming. Why is your back spasming? I don't know. You weirdo. Um, Did you have a favorite scene or... I did like the scene when they were getting drunk together in the hotel room. Yeah, it was nice. That was fun. And like, relatable. The ending is so like sweet. Like the ending is I wish it was a little bit more. Like 
when Steve Martin has the realization and like he comes back and all pretty much all John Candy says is like it's been eight years since she's been gone and that's it and then just he takes them home and yeah you know they all experience it and it's nice. Um, so we discussed MVP being John Candy, Steve Martin, of course, the close second. Just yes. doesn't you know have the emotional weight as John Candy does. He also is just he has the kind of the straight man part almost. Right. Um, even though he gets, I think the best scene in the movie and the most famous scene in the movie freak out um there's really not a lot of like other, other reoccurring characters yeah. to name an lvp so let's kind of think about this i mean there's plenty also again this movie is is it falls into the trap of like walking into like performance versus character because like that fucking flight attendant Oh, her that. her behavior was unacceptable. I would have whipped out my camera and recorded that shit. Exactly, um, but like the actress that's really at fault there, you know. No, I think it is. I think it's her fault. <laughs> well, is there anybody else like no. that? No, there's <laughs> it not. Would just literally, just be that poor lady. Um, because yeah, really nobody else has. I almost wish there was like a third party. Like, that they kept bumping into, or, like, it could have been added fun. I feel like something like a more modern comedy would have done, which, you know, again, a certain charm of it's really just these two and all the other weird right. characters they meet. But nobody else really... You see a lot of Steve Martin's wife, but, again, she doesn't do anything except, like, almost cry the whole time. Yeah, she was kind of a sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Put her name down. Uh, that's the only person I was thinking of, because she just, like... She didn't really emote. She didn't really seem like all that into it. Uh, same thing with like the daughter. It's like your dad's trying to get home for Christmas. Like you could show a little Thanksgiving. like Thanksgiving. Sorry, you could show a little. You know. Let me see if there's anybody else here. That was Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker, great character actor. He was um, Dr. Kurt Connors in the original Spider-Man trilogy. He never got to turn it into a lizard. Um, uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. You know him if you saw him. He was Owen, the guy with the, the weird jaw. I thought I recognized those eyes. Um, that's a really weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of good characters. A lot of good characters. And there was also Matthew Lawrence, too. Uh, you never forget a Lawrence brother's eyes. Um, <laughs> that sounds weird. Also a weird thing to say. Yeah. But yeah, just a lot of, a lot of weird fucking character actors in this. But yeah. We can go with the oh Ben Stein, another John Hughes, um, John Hughes staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Layla Robbins was uh, Susan Page. So well, yeah, we'll go with her. Yeah, let's go with her. Yeah, she just didn't sack of shit. I'll stay up, and then like it's like ten thirty. You're already in bed, lady. You literally sat sitting upright at the dining room yeah, table for I me. waited for you on Black Friday, waiting for me to get home. I waited. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I fell asleep, but I still tried. <laughs> you were so asleep sitting up. It was adorable. I can sleep anyway. I know. You can sleep anyway. Um, Just kidding. Or am I? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, what else on planes and trains? There's not. This isn't like a lot of like... This deep, is a short one. Yeah, not a lot of deep discussions needed on this one. Um, what I, would, I would never give this much effort to get home for Thanksgiving. Christmas, Yes. Your birth, well, your birthday is the day before Christmas, but yeah. like, like the baby's birthday, fuck, watch it around Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so I guess I would. <laughs> um, 
So you you said earlier that you travel by car a lot. We've obviously done planes. Have you ever been on a train before? I've been on like a train. Like they have like little like not like to not to like destination up in Ohio. What the fuck? Up in Ohio, they have like in like Amish con- country, like in that area, they have like a train ride thing where like you can go on a train like like five miles or something. No, but that's stupid. That's no. not a legit train. No, I mean, not... you don't like the train that you no. sit in and that like you, there's a sleeper car. And... No, because it's two. Th- it's the two thousands. No, I have no. They interest. They have like the bullet train. It goes very quick. I don't see any need to be on a train because it's it's better than driving. Okay, so let's let's take a train trip somewhere. Okay, we can. We could take the train up to New York. How long does that take? A day? Well, that's the slow one. You could do the fast one and it takes a couple of hours. It's just weird. You're just on a train. It's weird. Well, a lot of people do it, actually. Like, people from, like, Connecticut who work in New York City, they take the train in. My mom and I took the Amtrak from D.C. up to New York. It took a couple hours. But we did it in the morning. It was super busy. A lot of business people. They go up. They take like the 6 a.m. train. And get we could to take the baby with us. Yeah, we could. You want to be on a train with a baby? Why not? We could. Ugh. I'm not saying let's go tomorrow. I mean like. But I mean it's cool to travel by train. See, I like car trips. We've talked about this. I like something about, you know. Okay. Loading up the car with snacks and... Sure, I can load my bag up with snacks and take them on the plane. I'd rather get there. I know, but half the fun is getting there. Not if you're in the car. Not... Okay. It's like seeing the sights and sounds. Like, if you're in the air, you just get there. And I guess this is the difference, too, between our car trips as kids. So, your car trips as a kid, it was like you, your mom, your grandma, Mm -hmm. right? My car trips as a kid... Were my grandparents mm-hmm. and my mom, my aunt, and I. Mm-hmm. So I was always stuck in the bitch seat, in the back between my mom and my aunt. Mm-hmm. And half the time I would end up like laying on the floor. Yeah. Like Mine are always like in the back with different. like a seat full of shit next to me. But also like I entertained myself. That's where I did a lot of my writing and my reading and like I'd play with my games and like. I get sick if I read in the car. I, See, I was able to entertain myself in the car. It was like my time almost. <coughs> what? That's lame. You're lame. <laughs> Go enjoy your train. Okay. Lame train. That doesn't rhyme if you were trying to make it rhyme. A lame train. said <laughs> Walker. <laughs> 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 All right, let's 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 wrap this let's up. Wrap this let's up. Wrap this uh, up. Score time for planes and trains. What are you giving it? I'm giving it an eight. I was also going to give it, it an eight. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to give it an eight. You know, you could you could watch it anytime. You put it on. You watch it. You know, no harm, no foul. Is it the most exciting thing ever? No, but they've got great chemistry. It's got a lot of a lot of funny moments. Yeah. It's two comedy, uh, three comedy icons. If you count John Hughes yeah. in there, it it doesn't a, a heartwarming hold, story. It holds up, not a hundred percent. Yeah. Most of it holds up well after thirty years, yeah. but um, heartwarming it's good. story. Yeah. Um, good performances, good gags, mm-hmm. a relatable story. Oh. I'm for it. Yeah. I am for it. Um. Yeah, it's gonna do it for this episode. That's gonna do it.
That's going to do it for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, check us out, arcadeaudio.net, for this podcast and all the other ones. Get your show automatically every single week, hopefully. Um, <laughs> subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Google. Uh, support the podcast, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. The second episode of Cops and Throbbers is on there now. Just got the email for it. Um, I think, a spoiler alert, you really should check this one out. I think I have a very good performance on this one. Um... I don't mean like I perform well like in a porn set. So I meant like I. It's called Cops and Throbbers, and you just said that you perform well. What is that? What does that mean? It means when I go to Chicago, things get weird. <laughs> um, also, this is a John Hughes movie, of course, Chicago. Uh, when they're at the LaSalle stop, I'm like, oh yeah, I've been to that stop. It looks kind of different. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. I think I've been to that stop. I know we're just going to listen to this and we're just going to correct me. He's like, we've never been to the LaSalle stop. Um, Rich, call him out on his bullshit. Probably. Always does. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, um, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. Next week, Parenthood, so the Steve Martin train, but it's not a lame train. It's going to keep rocking and rolling. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then once we get done with that, we'll get into um, our other... Other movies and whatnot. If you have a specific movie you want us to watch for Christmas, New Year's, any holidays, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, whatever, um, let us know. Uh, hit us on on any of the, the Twitters. I did want to um, address some feedback we got on Twitter oh, no. recently. What does that mean? I'm pulling up here in just a second. It's from our number one fan. At Tati Gator uh, on Twitter. She said, I respectfully disagree with your MVP choice for Get Out. While Lil Ray Howery was great comedic relief, someone else could have done it. Whereas you do not have this movie about Daniel Kaluuya in the starring role. I responded. I said, um, let me find it. Hold on. It's um, lost amongst all this. I responded with... um, Daniel Kaluuya is fantastic, but you could do this movie without him, too. Lil Ray played the part perfectly, and other comedians wouldn't. Um, we'll have to disagree. She said, I may be biased, but because Kaluuya was phenomenal in Black Mirror, but I just couldn't picture anyone else executing his role with his mess, death, and authenticity. And I said, his role, I said, Lil Ray is Hull's crucial overall tone and enjoyment of the film. It's nitpicking, though, because they're all incredible. So we found a common thread, a common theme. Uh, if you disagree with stuff, let us know. If you're like, hey. And I'll tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> I'm very good at doing that. Um, yeah, hit us up with your critiques, your thoughts of the show. We yeah, but they better them. not be about me She's personally. Just imagine getting in the I have never in my life been called abrasive. And that is exactly the kind of statement that an abrasive person would answer no, with. No, I've never been called abrasive. I'm very kind and warm and fuzzy, but <laughs> I do not like to be told that I'm wrong. No. No, look, the only way for us to get better is for you to tell us how we're doing. So please, please, please let us know how we're doing. But don't give us anything less than five stars on, on any <laughs> you review. You drip with such insincerity. Thank you. No, You're is welcome. that not insincere? For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married Movies. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. God, I, I take criticism extremely well, so don't listen to Samantha. Okay. You do not take criticism. This is just going to get us into a fight because...
Can't fucking eat that cake in a cup. I'm savoring it. I, really, I only have two more. I really don't want to have to edit that much. So if we can keep this. You can this. leave this in. Why can't you leave this part in? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next. next Start over. Also, stop rattling the goddamn spoon in the cup where the cake was in. Hello and welcome to this week. Boop, boop. Okay, Too so much pressure. You sound like me trying to do a commercial back in the old Podswoggle days. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.